Greetings, it's Wednesday, September 27th. We've got a baseball pick for you today. Now, uh, if you've been listening, you've been getting winners on the NFL picks because all of our podcast picks have been coming in. Uh, now, we do have all of our NFL picks and all of our baseball and everything else at our Patreon page, patreon.com, score projections page over there for premium. We try to give you a free pick on here when we do the podcast, which is about three times a week. We used to do it every day, and we'll probably get cranked up to every day once hockey starts again, because for whatever reason, for the last three years, we can't lose in hockey, it seems. Again, using uh, a little bit of uh, poetic license there, because obviously there are losing days. I'm just saying as a, as a whole, wrapped into a one big old bow tie, it's a wing. All right, so the play that I'm going to give you today, and we try to do the last play of the day. Obviously, it's a baseball pick. The last play of the day that we have action on, it's not the last game, but the last thing we have action on, is Texas and L.A. Angels. Now, doing this podcast, you've got a little bit better line, which is positive and negative, and I'll explain that. So we promoted this pick at Texas Rangers to win and the game to go over 5.5 at minus 110 in a same-game parlay. It is now plus 100. I just checked it, just live, just now. The Rangers line has gone down. So when we were analyzing it, it was around the one, it was the upper 160s, let's call it that. Now it's upper 140s, 148 available at FanDuel and DraftKings. Now that actually is playable on just the money line. However, I do recommend in the ballpark of minus 150-ish as your highest vig you'll pay on a money line play. So we're now in that area. What you'd be doing there is taking the total out of the mix. Now, the reason why this pl became playable as a same-game parlay, again, first of all, I wouldn't have recommended Texas at minus 168 because I don't like to play money lines at that high. I will put them into a parlay, and you can argue, you can argue correctly that that money line is still reflected in the parlay. It is. It's just that you're not risking $168 to win $100 or $1,680 to win $1,000, etc. You're risking $110 to win $100 on that parlay. You obviously are adding a risk by adding the total in there. I don't think there's a large amount of risk that this game doesn't go over five and a half. Uh, actually, if you're to buy that naked, you're paying minus 425 to get it over five and a half. I wouldn't do that, again, simply because you shouldn't pay that much. Is there value there? Well, in order to, for a same-game parlay to have value, you should theoretically have value on both sides of that parlay, meaning is the chance of this game going over five and a half priced accurately at minus 425? It should be at least minus 500. These teams should easily get to six runs. I'm not going to get into the breakdown of the math because when I've done that before, I think I put people to sleep. Uh, the, the Rangers at minus 148 or minus 168 when we analyzed it. Well, first let's jump into the why is it 148 now. Obviously, the market as a whole disagrees with me. They don't think the Rangers are valuable at 168. They think they're more priced properly at minus 148. I think they're priced properly at 168. Barely, though, 175 is probably correct. And why do I think that? Because if you look at it, what's the pitching advantage? Who has it's not it's not Texas here. You got uh, Dunning and Canning. 
Let me pull up their numbers real quick here. I had them up for a second, then I wanted to see why the numbers were changing on me. So um, Dane Dunning, has, his last five outings only lasted four and two-thirds innings average. Four, four, six, five, and five and a third. He's given up 2.8 earned runs in that time frame. That's not his average. His average would be higher than that. That's how many actual earned runs he's given up in four and two-thirds innings. So his average would be uh, just shy of 5.6 because four and two-thirds doubled is uh, slightly over a game. Eight and four-thirds, so nine and a third. So just a hair over a complete game, which puts it at 5.6 minus the third of an inning. So his ERA is not great. Griffin Canning for the Angels, he's lasted five and two-thirds innings average with his shortest being five and his longest being seven. He's given up 2.4 earned runs in that time. So that's not bad. Now, two of those are home games where he's pitched very well. His road games, though, he's only given up two, one, and four. So there hasn't been a lot of difference there. Dunning, his games have been on the road four out of five times, and this one's on the road, so that's actually a fair example. His worst outing, though, was five games ago against Minnesota at Minnesota, four and runs in four innings. His best outing in the last five was on the road at Texas or Cleveland, and he gave up no, zero earned runs in five innings. You're getting pretty good consistency out of Dunning, with the exception of that occasional excellent game, but he doesn't seem to get rocked too hard. But you're going to be giving up three or four runs probably when he's all said and done. So it's not a, not a thing I would want to really take on the first five because I do give a pitching advantage to the Angels. Where I don't give the advantage to the Angels at is the desire to win. The bullpen for this game does not sit well for them, the matchup. So you could sit tight and look at Texas Rangers' money line later. If they do fall behind, you could take them plus X amount of runs and look strong with doing that. That might actually work out for you. But again, I have money in the same game parlay. I recommend it the right because I do, I do believe that the uh, Texas Rangers win this. At some point in time, late in the season like this, you have to determine who's actually playing and who's not. The Angels haven't packed it in, so it's not slam dunk there. Some teams have really just packed it in. And the Angels as a whole, their history has been that they'll pack it in because now teams are different, management's different. But the Angels as a rule have never been a team that have sold out. And you just look at recent history. They're not dumping and putting nothing but rookies in to see what they can build for the future. They're not trading out. They haven't done a great amount of effort in building up. This year, they actually tried to work into the playoffs. They decided to try to keep Otani and build around him and get some people in to get to the playoffs this year. And as always, the Angels missed the playoffs. They just can't get it done. The organization seems to be cursed in some way to have Otani and Trout and never make it to the playoffs. It's an enormous embarrassment. I mean, you, you put the bad news bears out there with them, they should have enough chance to get at least a wild card berth thrown at them randomly in, in uh, five years' time. But anyway, so they don't typically dump. But there's not a lot of reason for them to be playing. Their stars are basically done. There's not much there. Meanwhile, Texas actually has a division lead, and – they control their fate. 
certainly they could back into a wild card spot since they're obviously leading the division and there's two wild card contenders right below them one of those two teams will make it in so two of these three teams between texas houston and seattle will be made, will be in the playoffs and most likely the other one will not because it looks like you've got tampa bay baltimore and toronto in and then just the lone uh, other division would be uh, minnesota and everybody else is absolutely horrible in division so milwaukee or minnesota with just barely over 500 is going to got that locked up so you got minnesota tampa and baltimore locked in and then between toronto texas houston and uh, seattle you're going to have one of those obviously one of the three as a western division crown and then the other two plus toronto will be fighting for two wild card spots as of now, Toronto's in, and there's only a handful of games left. So one of Houston, Texas, or Seattle will be out. So Texas is in the driver's seat in, in that they're actually leading all three of them for the division. I think they'd probably like to win that division and stay out of the wild card round. It's not as uh, horrible as it used to be, but uh, I think they want to stay out of that. So they're really playing. The problem with the Texas team is they're streaky. They'll actually win five in a row, lose five in a row, win six in a row, lose five in a row. They just got done with a six-game winning streak, lost to the Angels. If pattern holds true, they're going to lose again. I don't think that's going to be the case now. That's in the middle of the doldrums of the season when you're trying to power through 162 games. they got a handful left. If they can't uh, stay sober and play good baseball here, then they don't deserve to be in. But that doesn't really change what we're going to bet on. We're going to bet on Texas. They have they have better players, better team, more to play for. Yeah, they're on the road, but I'm sorry, the Angels fans aren't exactly showing up, rooting for their team to get to the playoffs. There's nothing there left. The stars are gone as well. So, no, I don't give that a huge home field edge this time of the year. Texas should win. You can play them right now, minus 148. You can wait and play them live if they fall behind. The problem is, although I do think there's a pitching advantage for the Angels in the first five, and again, I think the Texas team wins, though, there's, I'm still obviously not betting this knowing that, feeling for sure that they're going to be behind after five. I don't know that that's the case. They have much, much better offense. They are an extremely powerful offense. It doesn't matter how good the pitcher is. They can hit them. So they very well might be leading. You might lose the opportunity if you take them live only. So it's the, it's the right play. And I want to keep going on this. I'm harping on this. Uh, Texas to win the game over five and a half is now available at plus 100. I recommended it minus 110. Do what you need to do, but that's the right side regardless of the market says. And I think we'll find that answer out here in uh, several hours.